listening to Book Nuts. Hello and welcome to episode number 36, that's a three and a six for you dyslexics challenge people like me, of the Book Nuts podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about, yeah, guess books, yep, you guessed it. Now we do listen to audiobooks instead of reading the books, if you don't know why, go back to episode one, you'll find out why we're not going to rehash it. But today is doing one of my favorite series, I'm excited about this, excited, 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 but before I get into that. Let's get into my co-host, the one, the only, and I'm thankful for that, Mr., <laughs> and today is just a lowercase M and an R, Jonathan Nadu, or as I call him, here's Johnny. There you go. Hello, everybody in Book Nuts uh, world. Yeah, okay. Yeah, um, Yeah. hey, here we are. We are off for a little bit, but now we're back with a vengeance. Exactly. Yeah. If people don't know, uh, uh, you might see this every week, but what we usually do is we usually record, oh, one to four episodes when we get together and then we uh, don't talk to each other for a while. So I really haven't talked to Jonathan for a while. And uh, how are things going up there? Everything is fantastic. It's starting to be, you know, New England weather around here. It's snowed. It's getting cold. You know, so that's uh, it's 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 fun to see the snow for the first time. But then after that, it's like, OK, I'm, I'm done. Like, where, where's the warm weather now? Exactly. It's like, oh, I got a shovel. Well, yeah, I got a 14-year-old, so I don't do that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very nice. Hey, before we begin, I want you to talk about what you have on Indiegogo. Before I go any further, I want you to talk about that and pimp it up a little bit. Okay, yeah. So I launched an Indiegogo campaign to write a book about my life. People have uh, wanted me to do this and encouraged me to do this for a long time. And so I finally got around to it. So I launched an Indiegogo campaign. Um, you know, I, you guys know that, uh, you know, I am blind, but, you know, I lost my sight in a car accident when I was 14. So I wasn't born blind. I, you know, I could see for 14 years. And, uh, you know, shortly after that, uh, within about a, almost a year to the date, my father passed away. And then a few years after that, my mother had passed away by the time I was 18. So, you know, I had a, I had a rough first four year, four year uh, period there from 14 to 18. I lost my sight and my parents and my life got even more exciting after that. So I figured I'd write a book and, you know, it's a, a book of encouragement, hope. And, uh, hey, if I can turn out okay <laughs> some people may argue that i did but you know if i could turn out okay there, there's hope for you if you're going through struggles and stuff in life so if you go to indiegogo and you just search the word vision uh you'll find the book it's under the writing category and i'll say vision how a blind guy gained his vision by losing his sight so uh all of your help is greatly appreciated we're already 100 percent funded uh, which is awesome now I, I chose a lower goal for uh, a specific purpose of like when it comes to crowdfunding marketing because I do crowdfunding marketing for other campaigns. So I chose a lower goal to hopefully hit it quicker. Uh, so I do need more than the hundred. You know, I, I, I I'm at like over five hundred dollars. I do need more than that. What I want to do is get a book cover designed, and then I'm going to need someone to seriously edit the book. But so that's what the money is going to be for. But I definitely need more than the five hundred. So if you go and visit, thank you. If you see I'm 100% funded and you think, you know, oh, well, I guess he doesn't really need it. That's not true. <laughs> so if you're if you're willing to pledge, I thank you greatly for it. And, you know, even if you can't pledge, I totally understand. You know, it's around Christmas time, but sharing it on all the social media sites is very helpful. And even if you can't pledge now, 
the campaign I believe is running until February 18th. I did a 60 day campaign. So maybe in a month or so you could uh, pledge that. So thank you for listening and your attention. So you don't want me and my dyslexia to edit your book? Uh, that could actually could be interesting. A blind guy wrote it and a dyslexic guy edited it. That I mean, that, you can't make that stuff up. <laughs> exactly. I think it might be a hard read, though. <laughs> yeah. Hey, something just came across my uh, news feed uh, just right now. Time you guys get this, this will be old, but Gordy Tap just died. Most people are like, huh? I knew the name instantly. He also goes by Cousin Clem. Some people are like, that sounds familiar. Hee-haw. He just died. Oh, man. No kidding. He was, you know, the two guys that were, uh, you know, I searched the world over and thought I found true love. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was always one to the left, the one with the kind of the floppy hat, not the straw hat. Okay, okay. So, yeah. So, if he's one of the people, if you see, you would know. But uh, if you watch Hee Haw like I did, and I still do, and I'm proud to say it, that, uh, yeah, it, it, yeah, but 94, good long life, looks like yeah. so. And, I, I was uh, I was like, I don't know Gordy Tap, but I know Gordy Howe. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know a little Gordy Howe, too. <laughs> exactly. So, how about we get into this book here? Oh, yeah. We are going to talk today about Die Trying by Mr. Lee Childs. Uh, in my opinion, the best UK writer there ever was. Yeah, you can take uh, Charles Dickens and all them, and I don't care. I like Billy Child better. <laughs> or, um, uh, this is an atrocity. The guy that wrote Lord of the Rings, I can't, his name is forgetting my mind right now. Oh, Tolkien? Yeah, there we go. He was UK also, right? Yep. So, uh, I'm still putting Lee Child on top. I don't care. I, I think I would too, honestly. I guess in the time. I guess if you put this book back, you know, 80 years ago, people would be like, what the heck? It would probably be rated X. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know, because what? You know, he touched her breast in the book. Rated X, you know. Exactly. So, <laughs> so, yeah. So, but yeah, this book was published July 1998. This is book number two in the uh, Jack Reacher series. And speaking of Jack Reacher, uh, did you go to the new Jack Reacher movie? No, but I saw the new Star Wars. Oh, I haven't yet, so no spoilers. Oh, it's uh, It's awesome. It's uh, like the other one. If you like the other Lee Child movie, you'll like this one. I don't. They're not as good as the books, obviously, but uh, good entertainment, uh, good action, a good storyline, uh, and they don't follow the books closely, but they follow it enough to make it a good story. This one was the one where um, the movie was taken, or you know, kind of closely based off of. Are loosely based off of the books where a bunch of his old time military buddies were getting killed. Was that was that right? Yes, yes. Uh, okay. And this doesn't ruin it in the movie. It's a bunch of another soldiers. People are getting killed. A major, a female major. Okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So yeah, it's it's basically that one there. Okay. So. Yeah, I haven't seen the other one. I should try watching it. I, I'm just, I should, what I should do is really lower my expectations and just watch it, like not even expecting it to be like the book at all and see if I like it. See, here's where you'll have an advantage. When I say Jack Reacher physically, what do you think of? Uh, I think of a gigantic, like, you know, 6'4", 240, you know, beast of a man. 
You know who plays him in the movies? Yeah, Tom Cruise. Exactly, Mr. That, five, that's, Mr. That's five so foot wrong. two himself, you know, <laughs> yeah, buck twenty five, yeah. dripping wet. Yeah, I was gonna say he has to run around the shower to get wet. You know, it's like that's totally not Jack Reacher. <laughs> yeah, so that's where you being a blind person might have a little better <laughs> summary. The first, the first like ten minutes of the movie, and I was like, what the heck? He's too small because <laughs> that's how he gets out of trouble sometimes because he's big. Exactly. Yeah. Ex exactly. So, but uh, I'm not a huge Tom Cruise fan, but Tom Cruise does do a good job. I okay. will, I will say that. So, yeah. So, yeah. But uh, this book number two, uh, this is going to be spoiler in the non-spoiler section. This is the non-spoiler section. We will let you know uh, when the spoiler section uh, comes up, and so you can stop listening or continue on. You won't miss anything else in the show. And before I forget, like I do sometimes, the next book we're going to do, the next episode, number 37, will be Odd Hours. That's the Odd Thomas series number four by Dean Koontz. That'll be uh, the next episode before I forget. And also don't forget to go to podnuts.com slash Amazon. Cha-ching! Yeah, you guys know the deal. It doesn't cost you any more. It just helps door out a little bit. Uh, so he can go to the conferences and you can bug him more. The more he goes to money makes, the more conferences he can go to, the more you can bother him. So I'm not even going to say how we're going to bother him this episode because uh, we're going to bother him, you know, once you go to Amazon.com, do your Christmas shopping, you know, uh, uh, under pod nuts and uh, bug him a little bit. So uh, there you yeah. go. Yeah. I, for, I forgot the last thing we told the audience to do. I wonder if they did it. I can't remember. I remember it being kind of funny, like in a way, a, a way to bug door, but I don't remember exactly what it was. Yeah. You know, he usually tells me, but, uh, yeah, who knows? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm going to pause this for a second. Uh, my dog, I think, is at the door. All right. Okay, sorry about that, guys. I have an older dog, and every morning he goes and he wanders for either five minutes or an hour. Don't know. And you're like, oh, that's kind of me. I'm going to live out in the country. He doesn't leave my property. He just kind of wanders around the back five acres for uh, behind the house. I got about five acres behind the house and about six in front. And uh, he just kind of walks around, sniffs everything, pees everywhere, comes back in. So uh, Catches a roadrunner or two. No, those suckers are hard to catch. Uh, never seen one caught. Uh, the neighbor dog, Greyhound. Was the fastest dog I've seen. I had a dog that was pretty close to the Greyhound, not quite as fast. The Greyhound couldn't catch it. Oh man! Well, I had uh, Greyhounds as a kid. My mom would always like adopt the retired ones, and we had a uh, above ground swimming pool, and you know, circular. It was hilarious. They they still had that bug in them, and we had two of them, and they would constantly run circles around the pool and race each other. It was awesome, and they ran they ran so much around the pool. They literally you know like engraved a ring in in the ground right around the pool. It was so funny. Very cool. <laughs> yeah, so you know how fast they are, and yeah, I've never seen a, a roadrunner get caught. Uh, the only time I've seen a roadrunner get caught is yep when I used to work for Brinks Armored Car. Uh, the big metal bumper uh, had a little holes in it, and I was going down uh, I-20 in Abilene, about 60 down the interstate, and one ran across, and boom, got stuck in the little hole in the bumper. <laughs> that, that'll do it. <laughs> yeah, so that's about the only time I really got stuck. And then there's a video on my YouTube channel of a roadrunner coming in my greenhouse. 
And I got okay. a big little little video of it running around in the greenhouses. I'm trying to kind of shoot to the door That's a little hilarious. bit. That's hilarious. So it got lost. It was just like, hey, what the heck is going on here? Exactly. Yeah. So, yep. So, hey, let's get into this book before uh, we procrastinate too much. Uh, High-level book down on this. Uh, this is book number two. And this is where you really see Jack Reacher says, hey, I want to just enjoy my life, but... I just kind of stumble into problems. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, this is a perfect book showing that. Yeah, without uh, any spoiler alert, he's basically walking by a cleaner while these people are kidnapping a girl. They think he is with her, so they take him also. Yeah. Yeah, Talk she, about wrong she, place, wrong time. Yeah, exactly. She literally uh, is stumbling out of the cleaner door. She trips, and he catches her. And so, because he's passing the door as she's coming out the door, she stumbles, he catches her, and right there, the guys that are watching her think, oh, these two are together. Yeah, now she works for the FBI, and as you know, Jack Reacher is out of the Army. He was uh, an officer, uh, military police investigator, uh, so... Yeah, um, boy, this is a hard one not to give anything away. So, so basically, the the two guys that are outside this cleaners, they've been watching this girl for a few weeks and they know her pattern. So they they snag her and Jack Reacher throw him, you know, in the van or whatever, and they start to drive somewhere. And on the travels, you know, Jack Reacher gets to know this girl a little bit more. And they get to kind of know each other, and they find out they have some things in common, which is also interesting. Um, but uh, hmm, let's see. I'm trying to think of how. Let's see. They basically end up getting to where the kidnappers want to bring them, and then a whole nother plot <laughs> unfolds once they get to where they're going. Then you're kind of like, oh, okay, I, I see what's going down now. And I guess that's kind of all you can really say uh, without really going into too many details because it's there's quite a bit right in the beginning that can tip a lot off. So. Yeah, they do. This doesn't ruin anything. They do end up in Montana. Yeah, yes, they end up in Montana. They, they were in Chicago, and they end up in Montana. Yep, exactly. And um, uh, hmm. yeah, and, and I mean, I guess this isn't giving anything away. Jack Reacher, you know, foils the plans of whatever's going on. <laughs> obviously. Yeah, well, you know, there's 17 <laughs> books, so <laughs> you know, you know, he's not going to die in this one. So exactly. there's 17 he, books out there. Exactly. He lives and and, and sees another day. <laughs> Exactly. So, uh, anything else before we get into spoiler? Uh, no, no, like I, I guess that's it. Like I said, I just love how this book opens up because it, like, again, it's this is like typical Jack Reacher, just always being in. I guess it, it's sort of the wrong place at the wrong time, but for him, it, I guess it's kind of the right place at the right time. And what I like about Jack Reacher is he just he's just like, all right, let's just deal with it. We'll just go with the flow. Whatever. I'm just I just been kidnapped. I don't know this girl. I'm I'm in a, I'm in this van. We're going God knows where. And he's just like, let's just deal with it. Yep. All righty. Uh, again, we're going to get into the spoiler here. If you want to listen to the spoiler section, just continue listening. If you don't, turn off here. You're not going to miss anything. Any questions, comments, concern about this episode, please contact us at Tracy at Podence.com. And to Jonathan, put it in the notes, and I'll throw it over his way. Uh, thank you guys for going to turn this off for listening, but let's get into the spoiler section. Spoilers, 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 spoilers. All right. First and foremost, when they were on their way to Montana, Jack could have got away. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he didn't because he didn't want to leave Holly behind, who is the female FBI agent that got uh, kidnapped. Now, you got there is a guy by the name of let uh, boy I wrote this down here because I know it's going to Bo Borkin. Ah, uh, yes, he's the head of the militia that uh, wants to do a little more than just secede from the union. Uh, that's his big goal. So he kidnaps her for two reasons. One, Jack finds out kind of right away, and the other, he finds out a little later that she's the daughter of a U.S. Army general. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and he is the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. Woo! Power. But the big reason why she was kidnapped, her godfather is Don Don Don. The president of the United States. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like a twofer. <laughs> exactly. So uh, basically, the president doesn't have a huge role in this, but a little bit. Uh, kind of where uh, with the Secretary of State, I forgot who it was. Uh, probably Attorney General. But if you think about the agencies, uh, wanted just an all-out, full frontal assault on their hideout. Uh, the president kind of put a kibosh on that because she could have gotten hurt and or killed, probably. So said, nope, 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 didn't do that. Well, they think Jack Reacher is the FBI when they start investigating her disappearance. They think Jack Reacher's part of it. Right. One of the bad guys. Uh, and his old commander, way back when, kind of comes in to help and kind of talks him down off that ledge like, no, 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 no. I think Jack was just wrong place, wrong time. And, but the, you know, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, because but, at, at the cleaners, they had like a video of, of her leaving because they were trying to figure out like, well, what happened to her? Where'd she go? And uh, in the video, it looks like Jack Reacher grabs her out of the door. But, you know, th so that, that's why they're blaming him. Like, oh, look, he, he grabbed her and took her away. But that wasn't, you know, obviously how it went down. Right. Now. The FBI's been investigating these guys for a while, so they have an informant in his, uh, that Bo Borkin's Militia. ranks. Militia. <laughs> but Bo uh, Borkin also has somebody on the payroll in the FBI. So he's always uh, he seems to be one step ahead and uh, kind of back and forth a little bit, but he's kind of staying ahead of everything a little bit. Yeah, and and their their plan is to secede slash create a new country within the United States on the 4th of July. That's when they're going to declare their new, you know, country. Yep. So, uh, boy, this could go on for a long time, everything that happens. Basically, they get thrown into a room that was built. Uh, supposed to be an escape-proof room. Uh, the people that built the room, he, that Bo Borkin actually killed them. So no one would know what he was building and everything like that. Uh, kind of ends up, uh, long story shorter, uh, Bo kind of calls out Jack about, oh, you're not as good as you say you are, and kind of helps him out by giving Jack a gun to prove it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> not a smart thing to do, you know. So, uh, yeah, that's basically it. Uh, Jack kills a lot of the bad guys. FBI comes in right at the end. All along, they're getting closer and closer. Uh, Jack and Holly. Uh, and you think maybe something will happen at the end. 
but she was going to marry another FBI agent. And at the end, she says, nope, I still love him. I'm going to my FBI agent. So they basically kiss and say goodbye. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot, a lot of interesting details in between all that, but I mean that's really the gist of how it goes down. What's funny in the book, though, when uh, when Jack is like, when they're kind of being around the bush or when they're in the van on the way to Montana, and he's like, you know, they're talking. And he's like, Holly, who, who's who's your father? Because she kind of said something that tipped him off, and he's like, well, who's your dad? And she wouldn't answer him. He's like, Holly, who is your dad? And then she told him, he's like, your dad is the Joint Chiefs of Staff. And like, so he freaks out. And then that's where he's like, okay, I'm, I'm not leaving her if I get a chance. Because obviously, you know, she's like an important person. So I think that kind of helped sway him not to not to leave, you know? Yeah. And to put some turmoil on it a little bit, uh, Jack kind of... Kills a couple people along the way, and yeah. when he's there, and so Bolt kind of thinks a couple people are kind of falling from the ranks too. Yeah, so he's kind of uneasy too a little bit, and it was just Jack being Jack. Yeah, yeah, and and then she was like, "Well, who are you?" And it's like, "Oh, I'm just a bouncer. I work I work at like clubs in in Chicago," and and she could tell that that wasn't the full truth because she grew up in military and she realized he had some military ish, you know, things about him. So they were kind of playing, not cat and mouse, but kind of feeling each other out the whole ride to Montana. Yep. So anything else you want to talk about this? Uh, no, I think, I mean, that's really it. For me, this was, uh, I mean, all of them are really good, but I'd have to say this is at least the, at least top 10 out of the Jack exactly, Reacher yeah. series. <laughs> yeah, every time I read one, I say, man, that was good. That's one of the best. And I pretty exactly. much say that. To, that's that's kind of what I say to almost all. Now, there was a couple that weren't quite as good. Yeah, to the caliber uh, of, of the most of them, yeah. Yeah, like one of them I'm thinking of that is uh, the one, I'm trying to think of the plot, where uh, they were investigating... Uh, some deaths, and there were people getting these mail shipments in, and then they were dying. Remember? Yeah, that was a pretty weak one. Yeah, I yeah, agree. it was still good. It was yeah. good, but it wasn't as good. Yeah, but... no, definitely. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So yeah, so that was Jack Reacher. Uh... Die trying. Die trying. Boy, I lost my train of thought there. So this was book number two, Lee Child series by Lee Childs. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, again, go to podnos.com slash Amazon and do all your shopping right there if you don't mind. So uh, I do appreciate that. Thank you guys for listening to this episode and taking your time on your busy schedule downloading it. Do appreciate it. I hope everybody has a good day, good week. See ya. Hey, friends. This is Eric Hardini, the manager. I can tell that you like podcasts and learning about technology. One of the fastest growing areas of tech is currently small, low energy consumption computing. Come join us on the Mini PC Show, where we discuss all the new small form factor devices. The Mini PC Show, big talk, little machines.